Good morning. This is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast, and I am um, one thankful for heat. So thank you, Father. Um, thank you for our home and our family, our jobs. Thank you that I have a job that I can keep working. I can keep getting paid, even in I, I don't even know how much snow, but I'm thankful. Um, I pray that you be with all of those who are in Texas without power. I know that they have no idea um, what to do with themselves, so I just pray that you please be with them. Um, a lot of coworkers trying to manage, um, and it's it's very difficult and frustrating um, and cold. So I pray that you give them some warmth. Uh, I thank you for for family. I thank you for the amazing friends that you've given us who have become family. Um, I thank you for the family that you've actually taken away from us. Um, I pray that you bless them in ways that are so ridiculous that it makes it obvious that it's you and it causes them to repent. Um, I thank you for the snow because it's beautiful. I know the dogs are in love. Um, so I, I do thank you for that. It's it's nice to see every now and then. I thank you for sleep, even though it was a really weird one. I thank you for it, and uh, I thank you for this day. And I just ask that you be with me. Guide me in your word. Please do not let me lead anyone, including myself, astray. In Jesus' amazing name I pray. Amen. Bones to pick. First and foremost, Leviticus um, chapter 12, Laws of Motherhood. Father, you're going to have to help me because if a woman conceives and gives birth to a male child, you're unclean for seven days. Okay? Get it? We're all about blood and stuff. It's just weird. Um, But then, um, on day eight, the boy gets circumcised. And then um, the woman remains intimately separated. So, yeah, sleep in separate beds. For 33 days to be purified from the blood. Um, Can't touch any consecrated thing. Cannot enter the courtyard of the sanctuary until the days of your purification are over. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Here's where the feminist in me starts getting a little riled up. But if she gives birth to a female child, then she shall be unclean for two weeks. This, sorry, is Leviticus 12, um, verse 5. Two weeks. But I thought it was seven days. No. You had a girl. Twice as unclean. And then you'll remain separated 66 days. Twice as many days. And of course you can't do anything. And then when your purification is complete, whether for a son or daughter, which makes me happy. Now we're back to even footing. You bring the priest... A one-year-old lamb as a burnt offering and a young pigeon. Or a turtle dove as a sin offering. This is your atonement. And it will cleanse you of the blood. But what? What if there was no sin involved? What if it was just... 
you got pregnant by your husband. You had a baby. Like, why do I need to bring a burnt offering and a sin offering? I do like that you've made the um, notation here. If she cannot afford a lamb, because, I mean, I would have been poor, let's be honest. She shall take two turtle doves or young pigeons as one burnt offering and the other as a sin offering. So somehow giving birth to children was considered unclean. Which I get, it was a very messy affair. And I guess if you look at it like touching anything dead, like to pick a dead animal up and move it or whatever made you unclean for the rest of the day. But why, why are you twice as unclean by bringing a woman into the world than you are by bringing in a man? I'm going to need to have some conversations about that because I really don't get it. And the hits just keep coming because we move into Leviticus chapter 13, the test for leprosy. Now, for those of you who do not know, I have a skin disease. Um, so, when it starts saying, when a man has a swelling on the skin of his body, a scab, a bright spot, it becomes an infection and it becomes an infection, then they'll be brought to the priest. And so it goes on and on and on, and it's describing this skin. Here's what stinks. I don't have leprosy, which I guess doesn't really stink. I'm, <laughs> that's a good thing. But they would examine what I had and have, and they probably would have cast me out. And it's not leprosy, but it's not just on the surface of the skin. It would not have gone away. Um, the lepers, at least they could come back. They had a colony. If you go and you get healed um, and all of that, then you can come back. Um, I'm always a little questionable of this because I can't. Now, leprosy was, was indeed... Um, Contagious, I believe. Whereas what I have is not, so I guess it does make sense that you would want them to vacate until they work it out so they can come back cleansed so that the whole, you know, everybody doesn't end up having limbs fall off. Um, different, it's just weird because different translations say different things um, about it, which is, you know, different translations trigger me on this. Um, more so than like this one. So on Leviticus 13, um, Leviticus 13, the NIV version says when anyone has a swelling or rash or shiny spot on their skin, that may be a defiling skin disease. Mine was a shiny spot. That's how it started. And I mean, it was a defiling skin disease. It did. It's messed it up and it spread. So I do um, very much believe I would be ceremonially unclean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I am a Gentile and not a Jew. Um, so I don't know. We've had many conversations, God and I, about this. 
this particular text because it tears me up every time. So cleansing of an infected house. Here's the fun thing I noticed in this. And I didn't even highlight it because like, why would I bother to do that? Because I don't have any of my stuff. I've been fly by night. Um, but God, God says, and it's Leviticus, what? 1434, when you come to the land of Canaan, which I am giving you as a possession, and I put a mark of leprosy in a house in your on a house in your land. That's what my um what is this amplified translation says my NIV said it a little differently this morning and I listened to it which is what okay when you enter the land of Canaan which I'm giving you as your position and I put a spreading mold in a house in that land the owner must go and tell the priest I've seen something that looks like a defiling mold in my house and then the amplified says a mark of leprosy y'all are all about some leprosy I mean, Jiminy Crickets. Um, always fun. So, I just found it weird that you went and you went ahead and you took this house <laughs> and put mold in it. I just, I don't know. I thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. How about that? Uh, you go into all of the ways to clean it. So like you gotta scrape the rocks. Um, I'm sorry, the stones rather. And then if that doesn't work, at some point, you got to tear them out. And all this fun stuff. Um, I don't know. Replaster it. And basically, at the end of it, if, if none of this works, tear it down. All of it. Tear it down. Which I, I think I really find interesting because you know... You already know what's gonna work. I have a sneaking suspicion they had to tear that house down um, because you went so far as to tell them what to do in all the steps. And the fact that there was already one house that was in that situation. Um, so, cleansing the unhealthiness, Leviticus 15. So, bodily discharge is unclean, which makes sense. It's kind of gross. Um, if you lay in bed, the bed's unclean. Like, wherever you sit's unclean. Everything. Saddle, 
which makes me wonder where this discharge is coming from, if it's all about where you lay and sit. Um, anyone who touches anything that's been under him shall be unclean until evening. And I wonder if this is where the cleanliness, um, what is it? Cleanliness is next to godliness because everything's unclean, unclean, and you've got to wash, 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 um, and you'll be clean in the morning. You'll be unclean until that evening. Um, an earthenware container that one with discharge touches, you got to break that. Break it. You can't. Mm -mm, don't you dare wash it. You break that. Um, and when he is healed from his discharge, he can count off seven days for purification. Then he shall wash his clothes and bathe his body and become clean. On the eighth day, take two turtle doves or young pigeons and come before the Lord. Um, and give them to the priest. Can I just say, right out the gate, why is it if a man's got a discharge, something funky coming up out of his body that he can't control, why does he get to bring two turtle doves or young pigeons right out the gate? But a woman giving birth to a child has to bring a lamb. The two turtle doves and two pigeons is it. No, you have to bring a lamb and, right? It was and, wasn't it? And you could bring two turtle doves and two pigeons if you were too poor. Is that what it was? Yeah. She shall bring a one-year-old lamb and a young pigeon or a turtle dove. Or you could replace lamb with two turtle doves or young pigeons. Offering one um, of the doves or one of the pigeons for sin and one of the doves and one of the pigeons for burn. Just saying. This is why I love Jesus too because things were, things got put in a much more equal context. So one is a sin offering still, and the other is still a burnt offering. So at least we're even in that. the fun stuff starts talking about um, adult relationships that'll make you unclean and periods which of course naturally make you unclean um I don't know how you clean your bed. And again, if you have a period, 
You gotta take two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest as a burnt and sin offering. Father, come on, man. Is it because, I wonder if that's like something that came after the fall. I wonder if that's why you consider it sin. I wonder if that in Eden, periods just didn't happen. Because I know sickness didn't happen. So I wonder if that, what we consider a natural bodily response now was not in the original design. And that is why it's something that requires a sin and burnt offering. Wow. That's a thought I've never had before. Maybe. Maybe that's the case. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. This is legitimate. Just me trying to work it out. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just saw uh, Leviticus 16, 33. And if a woman who is ill because of her monthly period and for the one who has discharge, whether man or woman or man who lies with the woman who is ceremonially unclean. So for any woman who's ill because of her monthly period, God got you. All right. So it gets into the laws of atonement, um, how you atone for sins. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. Leviticus is a lot and it's somewhat exhausting, but we'll, I'll, I'll finish getting through it at some point. I will. Um, there's only 27 books to it. I'm on six or 27 chapters. I'm on 16. So the end is in sight. Um, unfortunately numbers comes after it and numbers is, um, probably worse, (laughs) um, reading wise, just because it is, uh, what you would suspect uh, numbers, um, counting of all the Israelites, if you think Leviticus is boring, oh my goodness, I still really encourage you to read Numbers because there are um, random jewels in there. You just don't know until you read it. So anyway, I, as always, encourage you to get in the Word. Please read for yourself. Um, I pray that God guides you. I pray that you stay safe. I know a lot of people don't know how to drive, even if it is dry outside so be careful um and you know just overall keep your chin up say your prayers read your bible and it's gonna be okay the world i mean even if it ends that that's still better than what we've got so um god bless